And it was so powerful to me when he was talking and he said, don't you want to fight these bastards for real? You know, and they're all, the whole town is out there like beating on the stuff. And then Marva says like, that's what a reckoning sounds like. It's like the, the, the origins of the rebellion and how these people got pushed to the point of what they had to do. Like, I think, you know, in Star Wars, it's very like, woo we woo like, oh, it's the Empire and the Rebellion. But I think they're going so much deeper into what does that actually, sorry, I'm getting all, but like, what does Keep that going. actually yeah. mean? And we are live with another episode of an after show, but the first episode of the Andor after show. It's not another episode. Uh, we do too many after shows here. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and we watched Andor uh, on our own uh, either the night before or during the day. And we're here on, on 10 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday night here to talk about Andor, specifically the first three episodes of Andor. Hopefully everybody out there can, uh, can hear me. I think, uh, I think we're doing good. I think we are. Uh, but anyone out there, let me know, um, if you can hear me or not, but, uh, episodes one, two, and three of Andor premiered last night, and we're here to talk about it. And I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and I'm not here alone. In fact, I got my, my regular, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars guests and co-hosts, Today, it's a little bit confusing on who, what everybody's role is. But, you know, we're just here to hang out. Um, we got uh, classic Star Wars uh, co-host, Matthew Mori. Matthew, how you doing? Sup? Doing pretty well. Um, I'm doing good. You, you were my co-host for all the Star Wars uh, after shows up until this point, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so tonight we're going to do a little baton pass. So who's the guest and who's the co-host tonight? I'm not quite sure. But um, Matthew Moore, you, you'll be my co-host for tonight. And our guest, our wonderful guest, uh, frequent guest on the Keeg, uh, is Miss Marauder herself, Sarah Zitney. Sarah, how you doing? Hello. I'm great. Just delightful. Are you in a good mood? I am. Okay. Is yeah. it because of Andor? Uh, yeah, it's because of Andor. And then my child, uh, <laughs> this is a tangent to start off the show, uh -huh. but she busted her lip open at bedtime tonight. Uh, because she was trying to kiss her framed picture of Four Town from Turning Red, and she fell into the frame and busted her lip open. So, oh no, you should. She's fine. It was Is... a hilarious situation. <laughs> Does she kiss a lot of like pictures? No, she taught. You know, the pictures we play a game where her pictures come alive and talk to her, but uh -huh. the only ones that she kisses is Four Town. She's a Four Towny. That's fair. Um. Are they doing anything more with Four Town? I didn't finish Turning Red. I don't think so. But I don't are they think doing so. Anything more with him? I don't know. Not that I, I know they at D twenty three they were selling like vinyls of the album. Oh. Um. But okay. Yeah. Uh, what's up to Doctor Derpy out there, aka Derpy Gaming, Derpy Gaming on YouTube and Doctor Derpy on Twitch. Uh, Dr. Derpy hopped over to Twitch because we are <laughs> streaming from twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show and we're streaming uh, to twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show and to youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. And then, you know, if you're listening to this, you're listening in this post game and that's on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, um, any of the main five will do. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really... Um, I, I, okay, no, I was going to say I didn't kiss any books. I did kiss books when I was a kid. <laughs> I did. Um, oh, uh, when you're a kid. Well, I mean, I mean, what's a kid really? Fourth grade, fifth grade. Uh, there was a, uh, Animorphs was my favorite series. And Rachel. Uh, Rachel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both Rachel in the books and the actress who played Rachel in the TV show. So, you know. Speaking of people we want to kiss, Cassie and Andor, right? Um, is he your type? Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, not really. Not really my my uh, my number one pick. If I was going to yeah. do a number one pick, you know. Um, but is he supposed to look kind of scraggly in this? Um, I think so, but I think he's supposed to be attractive. 
I mean, I think they kind of canonically have made it that he's hot because yeah. they do mention multiple times that he's got lots of ladies. Lots of ladies. Um, yeah. Love that for him and for just the wider Star Wars. I love game. that for him. I love it. Yeah. You know, love it for him. Yeah. I love it for him. You know? Um, yeah. No, they, they did mention that. Andor is an interesting show. I guess if we're summing up the three uh, uh, episodes, uh, first thing interesting that they released all three at the same time, but that's mm-hmm. fair. Do we, did, would we have wanted, Wait, how many episodes is this season? 12. 12. 12 episodes. So we got, we're getting 10 weeks, right? Because mm-hmm. one ep- one week is... 10 weeks? I'm an English teacher, so I can't do math. Nice. That's fair. <laughs> um, it might have run its course if it was going 12 weeks, right? I don't know. Yeah. But how, how are we feeling about Andor? So far... The live action Star Wars stuff that we've gotten is Mandalorian season one and two, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Correct. And now we have Andor. Um, how we how are we feeling about uh about Andor? <clears throat> I I enjoyed watching it um last night, uh-huh. I, I would have to say. Um it is different. I mean, it still feels like Star Wars for sure, but uh-huh. there's definitely a much more mature feeling with this one than there has been for really any on-screen Star Wars live action right. I can think of. Um, so that was kind of refreshing to see. I always enjoy when they're going to try doing something a little new, maybe something a little different. I mean, because even even if this character has already been in a movie, it's still, that movie is a little lighter than this one. I mean, I know kind of like darker ending, but I mean, they're still playing around. Jokes get to K2SOs, like cracking jokes all the time. They have like an octopus that reads minds or whatever. Super Star Wars family friendly feeling, but this is right. Wait, it's a lot different from that. Um, yeah, I don't know how many years. I'm I'm trying to look it up. How many years before Rogue One is this? It's five, five years before Battle of five. Yavin. Yeah. Okay. Um, supposedly they only have two seasons planned that's all they're going to do they're going to do this season 12 episodes next season 12 episodes and then that's it and supposedly this is just what i heard every three episodes is a year jump for uh in season two hmm. so they're going to jump forward that's four years so this is this is five years the and then first do... season so the first season's a year and second season is every three episodes it's another year yeah that's just what i heard and so that means it bumps right up against rogue one Chances are at the end of season two, we'll see uh, how much you want to bet Felicity Jones will come back. Just just to show that one scene. Like separate and or something. It. Yeah, like kind of. Yeah. Just to like be like, oh, it, it bumps up against Rogue One. I don't know. Did you guys like Rogue One? I So I have two very broad things to say before we get into specifics. The first yeah. is that I love Rogue One a lot. Uh-huh. Um, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. So... I feel like this is for the TV shows what Rogue One was for the movies. Like when Rogue One came out, it was a very different Star Wars movie. It was, uh, I feel like the vibe was different because it was like, oh, we know they're all going to die, but maybe they won't. And then they all died. Um, So the fact that they killed everyone, I feel like was a big risk. Um, And then I feel like this one, Maybe if this was backed up against a season of The Mandalorian, I'd feel differently. But following Boba Fett and Obi-Wan, this feels like a much more serious, like, more, uh, like, TV show, TV show, and not just like, it's Star Wars, you know? So I I think Mando is still, at this point, tops for me, because I have a very, you know, very close relationship um, with him emotionally. Um, But this is pretty dang good. Yeah. Now, uh, Matt, did you have anything to add to that? No. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to give you my opinion on Rogue One. I like it a lot. It's yeah. um, I enjoyed it. I, I've seen it in theaters a couple times, and uh, yeah, it's 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 great. It's I like it. I do think it's a little overrated personally. That doesn't mean I don't like it. I like it a lot, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like the uh. I don't know, character development of the movie is not as great as it's been in others. It's in the top three of the 
Disney era for me, but yeah. Probably there's de- there's definitely a moment where Cassian's talking to Jin and he's like, I've lost people too. And then they're like, uh, and then they're like friends. They're like best friends. There's yeah. definitely like a big span missing. But I think learning more about Cassian <clears throat> will maybe make me yeah. like Rogue One will make that deeper because you'll know yeah, more about his character. Yeah. Um, so I went into Rogue One. Um, I was I was with uh, my ex at the time, and she was like, You didn't see that ending coming like they don't talk about these characters at all in any of the other movies like right but i'm like yeah but it's a big galaxy i don't like to consider like that they would have had to have died otherwise what they'd be part of the rebellion that we saw in the original trilogy so i didn't go into it expecting them to die until they died and i'm crying crying is that why she said it because you were crying i mean that doesn't she wasn't uh, anti-crying. Well, no, but but just because you're crying doesn't mean you didn't even see it coming necessarily. You could still expect them to die and still feel have emotion toward it. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It, it, it wasn't so much that. It was that I adamantly did not see them. I did hmm. adamantly did not see it coming. But like, I think that's kind of that's the narrative. I think Tony Girl already talked about that, where he was like, you know, I went in thinking, okay, they're going to have to have some kind of a happy ending. Like Disney's not going to let me kill all of them. And then they were like, kill them all. And he was like, dope. It's, <laughs> it's a kind of, Skywalker. That's do where, what the hell you want to do. That's where I was. That's where I was too. I was like, maybe the, maybe everyone will die except for our main team. Maybe they go like galactic witness protection. So I thought they were going to take I a shuttle off. The, off um, because it was Disney, I didn't think they were going to kill everyone. Yeah. So I was shocked when they did. I didn't even keep in mind that it was Disney related that that part. Everybody talks about like Disney, this and Disney, that and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But like, but like, uh, I, I don't think Disney would be shy about it. Right. They do kill all the parents in every Disney movie. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so nice. I didn't expect them to die. Um, and then when they started to die, I didn't think all of them would die. And then I'm crying at the final. That also kills me. That's just a thing about fiction in general. When I when characters know they're going to die, that mm. is the most important character moment yeah. to me in anything that I watch. No matter if they do die or they don't die, that is the most important thing. So Toy Story Peter, three. Uh, Toy Story three. Like, don't why are you trying? Why are you trying to make me cry? Right? Like, <laughs> I will cry all day every day about Toy Story three. I. I hate that moment in Toy Story 3. And when I saw it in the theaters, I was like, you guys, why are you crying? You really think you're going to kill the toys right now? Um, but then when he gives the toys to the little kid and like, Those that, are the two I, lost, yeah. that, I lost it. Yeah. I yeah. was like, Incredible. okay, it, it did get me. It, up, it got me after all. all. All the characters being snapped away in Infinity War made me cry because it's what you do in that, in that last moments, right? Like Peter begging for his life and like to, to Tony to help him. Like, it doesn't matter that I knew that, like, Spider-Man is going to come back. Like, I know, but it's what you do is at that moment, right? It matters to the characters. And so whether or not it happens. So the first scene of this Andor thing was kind of rough for me. Even that guy, even though the guy was a dick and they try to hustle him for money, he's like, hey, 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 uh, I didn't see anything. Like, we don't have to do anything. I'm, and like, he knew he was going to die, right? That one brothel guy. When yeah. he was like pleading for his life, and then Andor's like, "I guess I gotta." Yeah, I almost feel like he like gave him the idea. <laughs> you think so? He, I, it kind of seemed like it. Like he was like, "Hey, wait, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, shit, I should kill this guy." Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> oh, he could say him. something. <laughs> I feel like yeah. right off the bat, they were like, "We want you to know that this is a more adult show, so we're gonna start off right off the bat at a brothel." And then yeah. we want you to know that Cassian is morally gray. So we're going to have him shoot a man while he's begging for his life. And I was yeah. like, I'm absolutely along. For, I'm in. I thank you for letting me know the expectations. Yeah. I'm all about it. And then, no, you know, not only that, to fall in love with. that guy just fell and hit his head. We never see it. But like, we're assuming that like when Andor goes like this, the guy gets knocked back and hits his head. Yeah. I guess. And with, you know, and like it's the Jessica, Jessica Jones things where she hits that girl and then she goes into the coffee table. It's like a horrific scene to Jessica Jones. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one's stuck oh, with me. Uh, the about. boss. The boss. Yeah, where she just hit her. I think he just hit him. He fell back and he hit his head like right on the right spot and accidentally died. Yeah. Um, 
yes, yes, I, I remember that. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Thanks. But thanks that so guy did have one of my favorite line readings of the whole episode, uh-huh. which was, and I wrote it down. I rewound it and wrote it down. Quote: yeah. "Hard look for a little thing like you." Like they make multiple references to how scrawny Cassian is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is he really that, is he scrawny? that scrawny? Like, but they call him like Scrano <laughs> multiple times. They call him Scrano. They call him Scrano. But yeah, when he looks at him, he gives him a look and the guy says, hard look for a little thing like you. And I was like, <laughs> how tall is Diego? Is it Diego Luna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Luna. Uh, I always get Diego Luna and Gabrielle Luna mixed up just because they're both Lunas. Hmm. Uh, Diego Luna's 5'10", so he's average height. Yeah. In Star That's Wars good. boots, he's 5'11", right? I feel Star Wars, every Star Wars boot has like at least an inch. Yeah. Scrano. Sc- yeah. It's just a, Scrano's a dumb nickname because it's it's extra dumb because Star Wars characters are sometimes named like Scrano Bleep Black. Like, like that sounds like a like nicknames mean nothing in the Star Wars universe. If, if George Lucas wrote this, Cassie's right. name would be Scrawn over the black. What's the guy? What's the death stick guy? Oh, I don't know. Sleazebagger. What's his name? Yeah. Please. Making me think about tech clones. Holy shit. Dude. Uh, death stick guys. What's his name? name? Elon Cell oh. Sub Agno. No, that's not Elon. Elon Musk. Um, there has to. Oh, Mr. Plow says bleak black. Ooh. Oh, is that what it's? I mean, I didn't mean Elon sells the bag. Oh, Elon sleaze bagano. Sleaze bagano. He's because he's Elon sells the bagano, also known as Elon sleaze sells a bag. No, sells a bag. No. And now it's Sleaze Bagano. Okay. Sells a Bagano. So sells, okay. Anyway, whatever. He's a drug dealer. And his <laughs> name is Sleaze Baganos. Um, that's that's George Lucas. So nicknames mean nothing in the Star Wars universe because it just could mean a name. Hey, I, I just thought his name was Scrano, you know? Um, Mando, but, uh, Scrano. What's that? Nothing. Oh. Let's talk about the droid. Uh, you mentioned the droid. What's his name? B B three B B two emo B two emo. Is that what it is? That is his name. B two emo B two emo. He's okay. not too emo. Can't be and, he, too emo. and he has a stutter. Oh, I love. I would lay down my life for like. I I just every droid, <laughs> every droid. There's not. I mean, yeah, but that's the Star Wars philosophy, right? Like that's the Star Wars litmus test. It's do you like droids? Are you okay? Are do you consider droids autonomous things, right? Or do you treat them like slaves? That's how you can tell a bad person in Star Wars. Well, I mean, love of my life, Din Djarin does kind of hate droids. But he the goal is learning to accept yeah. them, right? Like mm-hmm. his arc is that. Um, but this B2 emo thing, does he have arms? No, right? Doesn't can look like do anything. Well, He's the first it. time we're introduced to him, those like space dogs are peeing. Oh, on yeah, him, they pee and on he him. like has a little like he like zaps him. Yeah. 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 Mr. Plow says, Are you filling out a Star Wars dating profile? Do you like droids? Uh, I think that's an important Must thing. love droids. I also think that like even if, if you're a Star Wars fan and like in real life and your your hard opinion is that droids do not matter. They are not alive. End of story. And that's the way you view the Star Wars universe. I think you also maybe have something wrong with you. Hmm. Is that a a hot take? Because we've seen that they have personalities and they're not organic, but we see them have some sort of life. I just remember when BB-8, like when they first dropped stuff for BB-8, and uh-huh. I was like, this is just a cash grab so you can buy toys. And then I was like, and I will buy them. I'm going to buy <laughs> every toy. I have a giant yeah. stuffed BB-8. I have the little remote control BB-8. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love B. Uh, they refer to him as B in the show. And I'm like, I like B. It's a B. And he's been with them for so long. Yeah. And he didn't have a stutter in the flashback. No. 
He was um, all shiny and new. Yeah. I, um, I'm afraid of these five years because a lot can happen in five years. Like mm-hmm. B2 emo can get like explode. These characters are going to die. The lady seems like she's going to die of old age. Like in five years time, even if it's not fighting the empire, like she could just die in her bed. Mm-hmm. That's Aunt Petunia from Harry Potter. Yes. The actress who plays her. Which is a testament to what a great actress she is because she's so likable in everything else I've ever seen her in and oh, so yeah? unlikable in Harry Potter. She's also the uh, therapist in Fleabag season two. Is she? My favorites. Yep. I've seen she has, like a, a quick part. Yeah. Is it where she has the, the counseling voucher and she goes to see the therapist? Yeah, she's that. I, oh. I love her. I thought she was fantastic in this. And yeah. in multiple times in my notes, I wrote, please don't kill her. <laughs> or like, don't touch yeah. her. She's yeah. a good mom. <clears throat> yeah. I... So, okay. Uh, I'm going to open it up to you guys, but like the three episodes dropped. I watch them with subtitles so I can learn names and whatever. Is it kind of confusing in the beginning? Beginning? I think I might have to rewatch the first. I, I think I might have to rewatch these episodes again because they drop a lot of like people's names in that first episode where mm. they're like, don't tell blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then also who else is there? Is this blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't keep track of all these names. I haven't even seen faces for these names. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I think I got it. Um, but I did have to take notes because there's there's Bix, there's Marva, oh. and then okay, who's okay? Bix is Adria Arjona's character, beautiful woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and uh, then the other one they name dropped, who I didn't write his name down, is the friend that he goes and sees, who immediately helps him with the alibi. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the world's guy. best, the world's best dude. Yeah uh whatever his name is i don't know what his name is what's his I name what his name is i'm gonna have to look this up um okay so who's marva that's his mom okay marva's his mom yeah and then who okay tim is the guy that a uh, that that bix is hooking up with yeah r.i.p kind of who's a great improviser mr plow says somebody's a great improviser you mean in the context oh, the, of the, the show? I think he means the guy who gave the alibi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like just the best. Like, that's a solid dude. Like, I feel like everyone needs a guy like that in their life. That he just, yeah. he like, yes don't ask ended. questions. Just... Yeah, he yes-handed hard. He was like, you yeah. also need an alibi for the cut on your face. So I'm going to come up with that too. This show has a different vibe that like, I didn't catch everything. And I wasn't lingering on every word because the 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 rhythm of the scenes kind of move differently in this show hmm. there are slower scenes that are for character development and just taking your time this show is a great example of how you can what like what you can accomplish with star wars if you take your time but for, also you got to be comfortable with them taking their time for me it, it was really striking because i love rogue one so much and how kind of closed off Cassian is during Rogue One and seeing him here with friends and family and like good friends and even random people he's sleeping with, you know, like when his mom was like, she names off names and then she's like, and then there's somehow I don't even learn their, I haven't even learned their name. And I was yeah. like, yeah, Cassian is living a life. He's experiencing these things with these people. And like, we know where he's going to be at the end of the five years of yeah. like not you know being kind of closed off and that makes me like both happy and sad like to be able to see him with these people it's like you did have people yeah it's like yeah. maybe why I, that might be why i was like immediately emotionally invested in the show like as soon as he met with his friend and his friend like was riffing with the excuse i was like oh this is he had people and he doesn't have people anymore yeah yeah kind of makes you kind of makes me anxious what's going to happen to everybody is who's Perrin is Perrin somebody P-E-R-R-I-N I don't know or is that Tim it doesn't sound like he's who are these characters (laughs) 
Are you on the IMDb? Yeah. Because sometimes they have beards and their IMDb photos don't. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I like I like all the like I like the costuming in this. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it's a return to Star Wars. Okay, so something I've probably said on previous shows is that like I grew up a good amount of my life was between original trilogy and before prequel trilogy came out. So prequel trilogy came out when I was in sixth grade. So my elementary school years was expanded universe, star Wars novels and uh, tales from, uh, from Jabba's palace and tales of the bounty hunters. And these little stories that did not have the Jedi in them and did not have the force in them. And from a young age, I knew that like Star Wars doesn't have to hinge on the Jedi to be interesting, right? But like Star Wars does hinge on a couple things, and that's like outdated machinery. Mm-hmm. Like this show shows, and I'm like, okay, this is a return to form. This didn't need the Jedi to be interesting. You know? The alibis guy's name is Brasso. Brasso, that's right. Um, because there's a character in only murders in the building well the steve martin's character plays a detective named brazo Mm. his character plays another character because he's an actor anyway the point being is brazo yeah so we got brazo we got bix we got tim um yeah i don't know uh what do you what are you guys thinking about about this show like what what we're jumping around um, I want to talk about a man that I mentioned many times in my notes um, about how much I wanted to punch him in the face, which is the guy who's the commander of like the the security company that the Empire or whoever is. Yeah, it's is, called Premore. Yeah, uh, Cyril, I think is the guy's name. I don't know if I'm yeah. pronouncing it right because um, I literally never heard anyone say it. Um, I just saw it spelled. Yeah. Uh, like starting off an introduction to the character having his boss be like did you make your uniform tighter is amazing like that's the first interaction was like did you tailor your uniform and he's like yeah maybe and I was like this guy is terrible like he I think what I'm thinking about things like the Mandalorian as opposed to this is the Mandalorian is super character focused on Din but he's so closed off and you have Moff Gideon but he's kind of like this nebulous thing. Whereas I think like from the jump, giving us a character to hate, that's like immediately the antagonist to Cassian, um, who's very easy to hate, very punchable face. The actor's fantastic because I, I'm sure he's a nice person, but like they developed him so well immediately as like, I the see zero, why he's zero doing Zero or Zyrell guy? Yeah. Like I see why he's doing it. You know, he's not okay with being complicit in like a cover-up of these murders, but ultimately not just a cover-up. It, it's 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 it is a cover-up, but it's more like just neglecting the death of these guys. Yeah. He said, I wrote down the quote where he says, like, make up a story for them. Yeah. And he says, make it sad but inspiring in a mundane sort of way. And I was yeah. like, that is a well, that's a well-written line right there. He says like, something like fantastic. nothing too heroic. Um yeah. We don't need a parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a parade. We don't need a statue. And I was like, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, he's so hateable and so like pathetic. Like when he's giving that speech and he's like, yeah, let's, um, you know, go out there and, and, you know, don't let people get away with stuff. And then they're like, <laughs> I was like, this guy's so pathetic. Because he's and a pencil. This- is he a pencil pusher? he's not used to being out in the field right yeah he's more of like i feel like he's more of like an executive like he's out in the field with them because the guy's like it'll do them good to see you out oh an officer this officer yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. well this isn't my original thought but like i also heard um i forget who was saying that he was in contrast to the the other guy who was like all super gung-ho and all like we need to send all all these guys to go you know, arrest one person and was like, you know, getting all like all fueled up like he's gonna, I don't know, make making what he was about to do to be some like super heroic mission or whatever. And 
um, I guess overstepping his authority. Yeah. I but, mean, it's like, easy to, to get someone excited when you have a Scottish accent. I think like he really <laughs> does the, uh, Sergeant Costa, yeah, the Braveheart. Yeah. Sergeant Costek is the guy who's just like, like, you just like girl, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, love that. I, uh, that was my favorite complaint that I've seen of Andor is someone's like, since when have there been Scottish people? Like, where is Scotland in Star Wars? And I'm like, people have British accents. What do you think? I mean, what? what's Stellan Skarsgård's uh, background? Swedish, right? No, but well, yeah, from his last name, but was he? Does he have a Swedish accent? All Not I this. Know is, all I know is nobody gave him any notes on how to say Andor. <laughs> Love that everyone else is saying Andor and he commits hard to the ER. That uh, a- yeah. Andor. Well, he. <laughs> Love it. I, I remember He's, that from the from the trailer. He's like Cassian Ander. Cassian Ander. Cassian Ander. Love it. <laughs> like he's a pirate, like a pirate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Liam, I've been I mean, saying very, Ander all Liam day Mason today. Very like that. Yeah, you know? Ander. <laughs> um, under my breath at work. Mister Plow says it's a weird American gruff accent. No, it's not American. It's Irish. I think it's like a Liam Neeson type, like Cassian, Cassian Ander, Cassian, Cassian Ander. <laughs> Cassian Come with Ander. me, Cassian. Yeah, he sounds like Davy Jones. Dude, that, that is such a, <laughs> a pirate, dude. <laughs> it's a pirate. <laughs> Cassian Ander. Um, well, it's kind of like an original trilogy. They're like, Leah? <laughs> Leah? I don't know. We're all saying it different. Hey, Dimitri, can you do a, an Irish accent? Yeah. Shimber me timbers. Shimber? 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 Whatever the hell they say. Shiver me timbers. It's shiver. Arr, whatever. All right. It's it shimber, sounds like shimber. Shimber me timber. It's. I don't think it originally rhymed. Well, I made it rhyme, so yeah. it's better. Shimber me timber. I feel like every scene, though, that that is it. What's it? Which Skarsgård is he? Stellan. 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 Okay. Um, every scene he was in was so delightful. I. Yeah. The, the scene where the guy was annoying him on the shuttle was just beautiful like that it's like peak star wars comedy to me where it's like yeah the galaxies are just like us they have an annoying old guy on the bus that tries to talk to you and then <laughs> yeah, like moves you. over to talk to you and you're like he's clearly not engaging with him but he won't leave him alone yeah he's uh, a lot more polite than i would be does he have a retractable sword what is that that he's carrying i think it's a cane it's a retractable cane yeah and it's supposed to look like a lightsaber i definitely thought it was a lightsaber it's like yeah. The first time I saw it, like a vibro blade, vibro sword. Um, I don't know what it is, but I'm excited to see him kill somebody with it at some point. Probably. Are there just going to be hardcore that. shit this whole like series? Because we already had like those like rebel, um, the rebel dead people on Canari turn yellow from whatever killed them. Oh, okay. I need to talk about those people. Which part? Okay. Which people? The this Can- is by on Canari. <clears throat> yes, the yeah. people that crashed on Canari. Yes. I don't know if you guys can help me with this. Yeah. But so they're on Canari. They crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marva says they're like you can't leave. He has people here, and she's like, yeah, people that just called a republic officer. Okay, so they say that then there's a Republic ship circling. Oh, to... Republic officer. Oh. Yeah, it's just Republic. She mm-hmm. says there's a Republic ship. That's why we have to leave. Oh, okay. But on the uniform of the people, they have the separatist hexagon. Oh, that's right. I just realized because that's a flashback. It's not that's not five years before. Which I had to Google because I am not, you guys know I'm not a Clone Wars gal. And I was like wait a minute, the Republic, I was like, okay, but the Republic and the Separatists are technically both bad guys because the Republic becomes the Empire because mm-hmm. Palpatine takes it over. But she right. clearly says they killed a Republic officer. There's a Republic ship coming to clean it up, but he's wearing the Separatist logo. All of them are. So, well, here's the thing. There's some sort of biological warfare on that ship or something, right? Right, because it explodes, the gas explodes, and that's why they're all yellow. So chances are that they, uh, there might be a plot, like a separatist plot with separatist plot within the Republic. Mm. 
you know? I thought it was a very weird detail. I'm going to, I I think I have to rewatch this whole, like all three episodes. Cause like, yeah, a lot happened and all at once in a new yeah. show, it wasn't like they released the last three episodes together. They released the first three of this new show. Um, I mean, how old is Cassian Andor, uh, Andor supposed to be? Like, Andor. That's yeah. also a point of contention because he's supposed to be, I think, like 26 in, uh, Rogue, in, One? in Rogue One. What? So technically he's supposed to be 21 here. He's not 21. But there's no way. So they have to, they're kind of rewriting the canon on how old he is. Well, how do you know that, he's that old? They say it, It's in like his like wikipedia i guess what like, no he's seen uh, some shit man That's diego just... luna is born 1979 no diego luna's old right. significantly older so but what's Cassian, 79 89 99 2009 cassie's supposed to be 20 he's supposed to be 26 in row one 80 40 eh. i don't know okay so he was born, yeah, he was born 26 BBY on Canary and 26. died zero BBY on Scarif. This is him when he's 21? Yeah. Which is oh. believable if you look at that old, that like hologram of him. He, he looks, when, when his beard is shaved, he looks really young. But also, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just, okay. you know, maybe they. I don't trust the 26 BBY. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I mean, I'm willing to accept it. Okay. That's fair. I mean, that's that's what was established before this show. Yeah. I mean, certainly they can be changing things around. Because, yeah, then he was supposed to be like six years old on Canari, which he's obviously not. He's obviously like 10, 12. Um, it's not yeah. the hairline of a 21-year-old. <laughs> well, and that you'd be 20. Oh, yeah, that'd be. No, yeah, he's supposed to be 21 in the show. No, in this show, but in that yeah. he'd be 26 because it's BBY. Oh, no, no, you're right. Sorry. I thought, was, I, yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought that was Rogue One in your background. I didn't see the, there's a lot of brunettes in Star Wars. Uh, so, okay. Now, now I'm back on track. I'm back on track. That is not the hairline of a 21 year old. Um, uh, there's a lot going on in this show and I'm trying to figure out like, kind of where it's going and what the purpose is is the purpose i don't know what do you guys think the purpose of this show is because they've already okayed and whatever greenlit 24 episodes right two seasons of 12 episodes yeah like what is the purpose of all of this and what is so special about this show that like they were just like yeah doesn't matter where we are. We're just going to do 24 episodes. 24 episodes. When you say the purpose, you, what, do you, what do you mean? I mean, I can tell you, I mean, honestly, I can tell you my take, but it's going to be coming from a very emotional place because I will be honest, I cried last night at a particular scene in this show. Um, when, so, Tim, when Tim died? Yeah. Your favorite character? Love that guy. Yeah. Tim with two so M's. Yeah, well, what do you mean, Dimitri? Purpose of the show, like. Well, I want to know. Show, well, no, what I want to know about Sarah. Creatively, was trying to do. I want to so, know about Sarah crying in the conversation between Luthen. I think his name is again. Nobody. Yes. Everyone calls Cassian by his name, and no one else. Luthen Ray, Rael or Rael. Yeah. yeah. The conversation between him and Cassian made me cry when they were in that warehouse when he was talking and he was saying, and I wrote down a lot of stuff. Um, <clears throat> you just walk in when they're saying um, it's like this is the seed of the rebellion this is the like this is where it starts we've seen it be successful we've seen it fail we've seen it have to come back in the the sequels and that whole idea of like we're the people that are going to light the spark that's going to burn the first order to the ground that quote it's like this is like the spark of the spark this is like the idea to make a spark and it was so powerful to me when he was talking and he said don't you want to fight these bastards for real um you know, and they're all, the whole town is out there like beating on the stuff. And then Marva says like, that's what a reckoning sounds like. It's like the, the, the origins of the rebellion and how these people got pushed to the point 
of what they had to do. Like, I think, you know, in Star Wars, it's very like, well, we will like, oh, it's the Empire and the Rebellion. But I think they're going so much deeper into what does that actually, sorry, I'm getting all, but like, what does that actually mean? You know, what does it mean to be pushed to a point that you will go on a mission to get the Death Star plans? It's going to end in certain death. It's a clear suicide mission because you believe in this so much and you have to bring an evil empire down. You know, like the colonization stuff um, on his home planet and then like the police corruption stuff and the even with Tim, like Uh you just shot an unarmed man with his hands up, like all that stuff. It's like, it's very easy to be like, this is the rebellion. Like we've only seen it when it was fully formed, but seeing it as a group of radicalized individuals that are finally the ones to stand up and say something. I think that's going to be a powerful journey for like everyone. So I think that journey of finding the people that are going to make, make the, the rebellion actually happen. Yeah. yeah. Like by the, cause even by the time we're in rogue one, we've got Leia, we've got Mon Mothma. Like we're, we're established as like, you know, we're small, but mighty, but like, we're going to kind of see them all come together here um i have a lot of thoughts but do you guys think we're gonna see a teenage leia we're gonna see mon mothma yeah um i don't think she'll have a significant role if she makes an appearance i I don't think we'll see her yeah personally i i hope if we see a teenage leia i hope it's the actress who played the young leia but years down the line and we just get to grow with leia Oh, I'm cool with that. You mean like you know, another show? Yeah. Years down the I line. mean, kind yeah. of what I what I talked about with the Obi-Wan Kenobi during the Obi-Wan Kenobi after show is I I wouldn't mind having just a continuous Princess Leia show. Put Leia that, in put Leia in everything. Like give her <laughs> her own show and just let us see like her, like the actress grow up into the mm-hmm. role. <clears throat> Like, I all I know is that. I made that cosplay for my daughter and she shared it on her Instagram story. And I was like, we made it. We made <laughs> it, guys. Uh, that is cool. They're, they're, so, Matt, did you have any thoughts about uh, kind of what Sarah was talking about, the seeds of rebellion and everything? No, oh, yeah. Ditto. Okay. Um, I, I think it's interesting because, and this is where a lot of Star Wars fans that have that lack media literacy um they fall off is that in the original star wars trilogy good and bad are inherent things they're just like there is good and then there's bad and bad fights good and that is what it is and the empire is bad and the rebellion is good and there's gray area is only up and like like Han Han Solo. solo is gray because he hasn't chosen a side as opposed yeah. to doing bad things per se. Um, it's just he hasn't chosen a side, so he's just nothing as opposed to being gray. But like it's so broad strokes space opera that it's like megalomaniacal villain kind of situation. And then as time has gone on, I'll give credit to the prequel trilogy. It actually weirdly found like political ways to show the rise of the empire and like it was no longer a space fantasy because it's not broad strokes bad versus good anymore right Mm -hmm. it's about how people can be swayed and tricked into voting chant a show of no faith for chancellor valorum and so on and so forth right like people can be manipulated to do bad things and then we get into like force uh you know the the sequel trilogy and then the shows where we're starting to get more and more in depth and almost comparable to real life stuff, like about bad and good and everything in between and structures of power now, where it's like, are you bad? Are you evil? Or are you just part of the system, the structure of power of systematic oppression, right? Yeah, because with Cyril, it's like, as much as I hate him and his dumb little hat, it's like you, you... I can see why you think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, I can see how you think all of this is justified and how what just happened is going to radicalize him. He thinks this murderer 
just killed his fellow people to escape murder, you know, which I mean, technically he did, you know, but. Why, who was driving that car that exploded? I think it was just, I think it was just like a brick on the gas pedal. Cool, cool. Yeah. But like a Star Wars brick. So they would call it like a, a bronc. It'd be a brick, but with like two K's at the end to know a it's Riz. space. Yeah. Just the, like Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, he thinks he killed who? Well, because, I mean, they lost members of their team, right? Who, who died in the members of the team? The cops. Yeah, whoever was outside the, uh, the, he put the charges, Luthen put the charges on the doors and then blew them up. So okay. whatever was happening with like the giant Final Destination thing swinging down, people were definitely killed there. Uh, then there was the guy who was, who got, um, Crash. Rass- yeah. Rasso, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rasso, right? Would have yeah. tied that piece to his thing and right. then he crashes, so he dies, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's done for. Yeah. So he thinks he's, you know, in the right and then this happens so like we're watching it happen on both ends and it's that whole like they're all morally gray which is how real life is morally gray but which which side do you serve which master do you serve what what do you want me to tell say jesus (laughs) infinity war um uh what was i trying to say uh yeah, it's going to rad- radicalize uh, Cyril or whatever. And then Sergeant Caustic is going to be Sergeant Caustic. Like, he's going to be whatever he is. <laughs> That's a man who's set in who he is. Yeah. Nothing's going to change him. Uh, uh, there, there's that. I, I think they're definitely making a point about the cops in this is that uh, feel free to talk about what you want to talk about, but uh, whatever you guys want to say, this is uh, my thoughts are my thoughts. Um, This is a commentary on, on uh, the police system. uh, I think um, in, in, in and or show Uh, even down to the costumes that they wear when they put on their like football pads and they're like walking around like they're tough guys, but they don't know anything. Like in their orange and blue, yeah. like they're trying to look bigger and more macho. They have a a like stake in, um, you know, being the being the biggest guy there. Um, yes, the unarmed shooting of Tim. Um, yeah, and and when they're going in, they say like you know they're never really happy to see us here, so they're already going in prepped for laughing about it too. Going to be aggressive, yeah. Right. And even the stuff with with Bix when they were like, "Why are you running?" It's like that's not a reason to to, to and abuse someone because they were just running. Right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one of those things that when I'm watching, I was like, "Yeah, that's a clear thing that," but I feel like it won't be clear. Not to mention on whatever thing. planet they're on, what. They're not, uh, whatever the pre-more station is, whatever that is, um, even like their dialogue, Zyrell's to the, the chief uh, about just kind of moving on. I didn't really like that guy anyway, he says. Like, he was like, yeah, whatever. They, yes. they, they did something wrong to the wrong guy. That's so what happens. They're supposed to be like, because uh, they're not stormtroopers, right? Yeah. So that they're they supposed to be security guards who are like thinking that they're soldiers. Is that kind of like they're what you guys are from? Who think they're soldiers? But are they really cops? Are they even? Do you? I think I think they're story? a secu- They're like a security. That's uh, yeah. That's they're what private. I like com- they're like they're private cops. Private yeah. Yeah. Trying yeah, to like believe they're cops. soldiers. Who yeah, and those two guys act- were were on duty drinking in a brothel. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, and I, I will no say training or. Um, I had like a massive like pre-panic moment when the thing was happening with Tim and it was the like only black guy in the scene. And I was like, don't. Oh, no. Oh, if you have the black cop shoot the unarmed guy, I'm yeah. going to be I'm going to. Isn't that what they do? It was the other guy did it. Oh, like, it was okay. the other guy. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whoo. <laughs> I was like, that would have been uh, problematic. Um, yeah. I mean, it Let, still is, obviously, but I was like, that would have been. They bad. aren't security guards. Let's 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 they're more private cops because i mean security guards don't have any jurisdiction 
like these cops do have the jurisdiction to go do that. They're just ill-trained. Yeah. Okay. Right. There's no oversight. And I think what they're trying to do is also show a delineation between who they are and what stormtroopers are. Because we would assume that stormtroopers are more trained in this time period. Maybe. I don't know. Because stormtroopers are pretty inept. You guys are pretty inept. But like, these guys are a step down from stormtroopers, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, but they're getting themselves all like pumped up for this mission they're going to do. It's it's a it's a big macho kind of kind of thing, right? It's like let's bash in heads, yeah. yeah, you know. And it's that thing that Luthen says when he's talking to Cassian about the Empire being like like fat and satisfied, like they think they're in the right, they think no one can come for them, and and essentially we're going to. And I think that was the first time they said Empire, maybe in the show. Hmm. I think it wasn't until episode three when Luthen said it, where he said the empire. Cause they said something about his home planet that it was like an imperial mining, which was then weird. Cause then it was Republic. And I was like, oh yeah, the Republic becomes imperial. Mm. I was like, yes. well, they, they only become the galactic empire when the emperor disso- uh, dissolves the Senate. Right. During Revenge of uh, He doesn't dissolve the Senate in Revenge of Sith, does he? Oh, I thought he does it during a new hope. Wait, when? No, doesn't he claim like from the Senate chambers like this is the first galactic empire? I thought he did that in Avengers. Well, he declares it, yes. Well, empire is something you declare behind closed doors, right? Bankruptcy. He didn't. He said it on the floor of the Senate. The dissolution of the Imperial Senate was the suspension of the legislative body of the Galactic Empire uh, 19 years after the Empire's founding. Um, When did it happen? Oh, during zero BBY. Okay. It's it's during A New Hope, but I think it's more specifically during, it might be during Rogue One. That makes it all more, I'm, st- I'm okay. Then his home planet thing is still remains confusing. And I'm hoping that they Who? explain it because Cassian's, Canari, uh, because they <clears throat> say it was destroyed in an Imperial mining disaster and everybody died. Oh. Well, okay, maybe they are the Empire. Yeah, because it says, you're you're right, Chancellor Palpatine proclaims himself Galactic Empire, or Emperor. Uh, During Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Mm. He ter- transforms the Republic Senate into a purely ceremonial assembly. Okay, and then he just, like, totally dissolves it later. He's like, yeah. stops putting on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the emperor preserved the Senate in order to make the empire's member worlds believe that they still had a part to play in the, in the government. Um, oh, but no, that's yes. The reason he dissolves it is because he has the death star. That's it. He has the death star. Nobody can stand up to him. So he dissolves the Senate. He wants to dissolve the Senate, but then he keeps the Senate until the death star is completed um and then yeah then you don't need the senate anymore because who's gonna stop them you know yeah um so i guess they would be the empire at that at at this point too so there's a lot of things um going on with this i'm i want to go back and i kind of want i want to rewatch everything yeah i yeah i liked a lot of it i definitely want to rewatch it again in the when it's not one in the morning but i love i love that the flashbacks when they're speaking a different Uh language i love that it's not translated you like i love that they don't have subtitles yeah i thought that was fantastic i was like that's such a good touch because like you don't you like know what's going on and when he left his sister i was like i don't i don't know what this language is but i'm pretty sure he said like we'll talk about it when i get back or like i'll see you when i get back yeah it's like the classic thing you say when you're never going to see someone again um, yeah, sometimes you don't need words for feelings either, right? Or you don't even yeah. understand what it's they're like saying. You, yeah, you understand what's going it. on. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, all those amazing young actors. It's like good for all of them. They did amazing. Yeah. I I feel like they're supposed to give like indigenous vibes, right? And yeah. but at the same time, they have wreckage of ships that they've been salvaging. And there's no adults. I believe all the parents have died because yeah, they've gone to either. war. 
They've gone. And one of them war. was wearing like like the flight suit too, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, 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 orange one. Like a yeah, yeah. I wonder if because they said it was destroyed like it by the mining disaster. I'm wondering if all the adults died in the mining disaster and they assumed and there oh. was just like a small group of like kids and teenagers left. I thought mining disaster was them going to be covering up the death of the massacre of the children. Yeah, that it could be that too. Yeah, but you're right. Mining disaster could be the death of the adult. All the adults were mining. Yeah, because right? the mining, when, when Cassian goes there and sees... Like, it's not like anything is going on. It's like an abandoned mining. Like a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When The last time we saw a mining thing was during Solo, where Chewbacca is, right? Kind of mm. remind me of that. It's oh, not the same mean, planet, is it? You mean where Han meets Chewbacca? Yeah, because they're all, like, locked up, right? And they're mining. Whatever mine that is. I don't know. They hop a lot of places in both Rogue One and Solo. They go to so many, so many planets. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know your guys' thoughts as we close this up. Why is this show so different? Um, personally, my my thing hinges on it lacks fan service, which is both good and bad. Like good if you know it's telling its own story without having to explain itself to to fans it's like a whole new almost beginning right like i was watching this and being like if this was a standalone science fiction movie it would still stand on its own like it's just a, like a blade runner-esque kind of thing where it's like it takes place in a in a non-set universe not a franchise it's just kind of what it is um, but the lack of fan service is like they don't need to answer to us. We can like it if we want to. They're not desperate for our love. They're desperate to tell a good story. That's what I think. I think you're mostly correct. I mean, you. just the idea of the show itself is I mean, it's Andor, right? It's a spinoff from Rogue One. So yeah, but I mean, that's about it, right? That's really all that there is obvious in fan service right now um there haven't been really like cameos going like i oh, remember this guy remember her whatever right. so yeah 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 um nobody's drinking blue milk got it but there were blue um, noodles blue noodles oh yeah it, that was awesome yeah i remember I noticed those. yeah seeing that and i was like oh that's really cool he's like eating like like a disposable like i don't know it's just yeah never are thought they, of anything like are they before. sweet or or savory i don't know I don't know, but I'm giving it three months before they start serving them at Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) (laughs) They're already selling the droid at the droid factory. Oh, I know. Um, Are they? B2 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My friend's going to be there tomorrow and she's buying me one. Nice. (laughs) By the way, I want to go to Galaxy's Edge uh, because I've never been. Um, And it's Mm. it's bad uh, that I I, I just haven't gone to Disneyland in a couple of years. Since Galaxy's Edge started, I haven't gone at all. And I haven't gone to Avengers Campus either. So you got to go uh, once Mando, once they have Din out there, um, which is going to be, I think, next month. You got to go fast because I'm assuming that he will not be there for long because of the way that people act when there's, you know, the way that people act towards Din Djarin. I'm I'm assuming there's not going to be very good boundaries that people set with that actor. you I've can watched. wear, you can dress up in Star Wars garb, right? As long kind as of. you're not like in a costume. But a you lot of these wear, costumes, so you can, like in you this show. Like, yeah, like you could go as Cassian, no problem. Or yeah. like Jin, like you could do those ones that are more, but like you can't dress as Rey or like Darth Vader or Kylo Ren okay. unless you're a child. Yeah, you can you can wear like clothes. You can make yourself look like I can wear clothes and of galaxy Star Wars clothes, like make yeah. it look like you're a citizen of Galaxy's Edge or something. Yeah, you just can't put yourself in a situation where a child would ask for a picture with you, essentially. Yeah. If what they if I think look so that damn cool? You though? are part of the show, they're gonna say no. Yeah, no big trouble. Okay. But what if I look cooler? What do you mean if, Dimitri? <laughs> Thanks. Come on. <laughs> I also I also like that this show has made like booty calls canon 
Hell yeah. Um, like, obviously, people have had sex in the Star Wars universe because they we don't have know. children. We don't, we don't know. Um, we need aftermath. to see us. We need to. But, it's an aftermath novel. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the, the, I, I like that we saw that actually happen, which was nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. And they say shit for the first time. Mm. Did you notice that? That's also in a novel. Someone says shit in a novel, too. Oh, okay. I saw someone post about it because they were like, I don't want anyone thinking that first time on rent to cops were the ones to say it. Yeah, first probably first time on screen. There you go. I think that I think the tone is really different. I think that they're focused on the story that they want to tell. And yeah, it's like we're not gonna focus on fan service. And and it's like we're we'll obviously get more familiarity as we get to the Empire and the very scary scary blonde Empire lady that's gonna be on there. Yeah. Um soon. It's like we're obviously gonna get some more familiarity, but the mm-hmm. idea of starting with stuff that's so unfamiliar is something I really like. Um like he had the little Bantha plushie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cool. Bedroom. I hate the idea that like they go in and they just wreck his whole room. Like, regardless of whether like a person's guilty or innocent, you get your room wrecked and you got to figure yeah. it out later. That's real but life. Then also, right? like, I think I think I wrote in my notes um, that's amateur hour, Cassian Andor, when he was like, "I'll just broadcast a message through my droid and hope that nobody overhears it." Like that droid, he could have been anywhere. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And then he had to get like the crash course in like no comms, like don't do this. And he's like, yeah. oh, he's already learning. Yeah. Crash just calm. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the show. I, I I think it's too early to say where do we think it's going, but I mean, we also, we also know where it's going. Yeah, to us, a, a beach on Scarif. Is it going to be sad? Am I just going to just be sad all the time with this show? I'm you know what I mean? Sad so far. Uh, I think it's going to ramp up to sadness and I think people are just going to start dying as we get closer. I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think we necessarily like, I don't think Bix has to die. I mean, maybe this is wishful thinking, but like he's obviously leaving to go with someone else. Like, I mean, she's going to be recurring, but she doesn't have to die. She could just kind of not want to be a part of the rebellion. Like, you know. Yeah, but, if I, but I mean, at least Cassian has that sweet, sweet plot armor. Um, so we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at least for this show, you know, nothing's gonna happen to him. But yeah. the emotional trauma might be worse. But also, no one like stares out um, of a window like like Diego Luna or like walks with purpose. Like he just, mm. I find him so captivating. I think he's such a great actor. I love him. Um. And it runs in the family because my daughter also loves him. He's a voice actor for a show called Maya and the Three on Netflix. Mm. Um, mm. And she loves him in that. But I showed her a picture and she's like, he's not as cute as his animated counterpart. Oh. I was like, cool. I don't have to fight Yeah, him. he doesn't have, like, his face isn't something like a kid would be like, oh, my crush. Yeah, know. he's very, uh, in the show, in the show, he's very Targaryen-y. It's very, like, silver hair. Uh Sorry, I'm oh getting another Game of Thrones reference. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to thank both of you uh, so much for uh, for coming on the show and talking to me about uh, episodes one to three of Andor. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody out there for watching. If you're watching our live stream, that's on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, Mr. Plow's out there, Derpy Derp. What was your name? Dr. Derpy. Dr. Derpy. Dr. Derpy is that what was it was? here. Dr. Uh, Derpy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, whoever else is out there watching or uh, listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, and iHeartRadio, we're, we're there. Um, obviously, there are more episodes to come. Um, and then in a couple hours, we do our She-Hulk after show, and that's pretty cool, too. So we got after yeah. shows upon after shows. So if anyone's out there and staying up and watching She-Hulk, um, She-Hulk drops at midnight, and then we do a 1 a.m. Pacific time after show for She-Hulk uh, tonight. So uh, Wednesday nights, that's uh, you get your after show double feature. Um, uh, from next episode on, I know that uh, uh, Sarah will be co-hosting the Andor after show. Um, Sarah uh where can people find you online uh you can find me on instagram and tiktok at ms uh, underscore marauder uh 
we got we got a couple cons coming up after Halloween, so we will be cosplaying and and sharing all that goodness. Awesome. Are you going to LA Comic Con? I am going to LA Comic Con, and I'm doing two weekends back to back of anime cons because my Ooh. daughter loves anime now. Yeah. So we're doing there's Anime Expo Chibi, which is like tiny, cute anime yeah. expo, um, in November, and then the week after it's Anime Pasadena. So okay, go back to back. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and Matthew. Thank you so much uh, uh, for being here. Um, I'm glad that that you were able to come on and, and talk because uh, three episodes is a big thing. Like we had to watch it yeah. like last night in order. Like and then I wake up, I go to work, and then I do all my other stuff, and then yeah. it's the only time I can watch it had, before had I go to, to work and take a test today. Oh, how'd that school. go? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, no, like literally hundred percent. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks, uh, Matthew. Where where can people find you online? Uh, Instagram, Matthew A. Mori. Um, find me there. If you want to listen to my music, uh, you can search the devil don't take holidays. That's our probably most accessible, accessible song for anybody. So what's the, um, what's the band cross check. So I said there's multiple cross checks. So search the song if you really want to hear. Okay. And then look out for our new album. Shimber me timbers. Chimber by Cassie and Ender. By Cassie and Ender. Cassie and Ender. Chimber uh, me timbers with Shim- Cassie and Ender. R. Shiver. Chimber me timber. Um, cool. Awesome. Uh, thank you everybody uh, for being a part of this. Thank you to everybody out there for uh, uh, watching and or listening. If you're on social media, uh, follow the Keeg at the Keeg show on social media. So TikTok and Instagram are big ones at the Keeg show, uh, but we're also on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, obviously Twitch and YouTube. Uh, so it's either at the Keeg show or slash the Keeg show. That's how you find us on everything. Um, but other than that, thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Uh, once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Andor after show talking about episodes one, two, three. Bye. Tight. Super strong or super